Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Novel. This show contains adult material and swearing. You have been warned. I'm dead that I actually gagged when he said bouldering. That's so funny from me. No, that's it. We don't need to hear any more from him. That was it. Are you bored of modern dating? Meeting the same people from the same apps in the same bar you've only chosen because it's close to your house and you can make your usual quick getaway. It's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm going on a wild dating adventure, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. And after 28 of these dates in two months, Will I find that special someone? Or will this experiment prove that I should just give up on dating altogether? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Grace. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I hope you're well. We need to get straight into this guy. You sent me this guy's profile, Ray, and I, I I think you've hit the jackpot here. He's buff, isn't it? Oh! He's so buff. And yeah. I'll tell you what, he was buff in person. Like, I actually didn't realise he was going to be that buff. And he, like, was, he was more hot in real life, is basically what I'm trying to say. Wow. Okay, so his profile first. Like, obviously, I've seen his profile. I don't know how the date went. But, like, from the get-go, he is handsome. He's a vegan cyclist. There's photos of him shopping for... 
beans and lentils in the supermarket <laughs> with a pride flag on his face. And then there's ones where he's like fake DJing, which I'm not a fan of. But no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that one. His thing says looking for Alpro passion fruit yogurts. Is that like some? That's like, a joke. Analogy. I okay. I think it's a joke. Right. Is he French? I thought he was maybe going to be French. He works for a French vegan company. Well, I don't know. I spoke better French than him. But he was buff, right? So he turned up, yeah. yeah. He had cycled to the date, which I will be honest, is a bit of a nick for me. I don't like people turning up to meet me sweaty, I'm afraid. But he came and he had brought me a present. Um, Is this the first present you got? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think this is. Yeah. And can we, by the way, can we normalise bringing gifts on a first yeah. day? I think it's really chic. And so he's also a bouldering vegan yeah. cyclist. What's bouldering? Right. So bouldering is basically like rock climbing, but they don't have to attach themselves to anything. It's like yeah. rock climbing without like going as high. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking that. Yeah. So I would say the bouldering and the cycling things are both massive icks of mine. I once dated somebody <gasps> who like was really into rock climbing and Grace, I, what? I'm into hiking and rock climbing. Hiking is different. I love hiking, but the whole culture around going to these places where they go in London to go climbing. Okay, gotcha. It does quite give me the ick. It's not like the actual thing itself, it's the way that people talk about it and have like their little fucking climbing shoes attached to their backpack while they're cycling along. It's like you've got the bingo card of like all of the things you can be to be like hit. Do you know um, what I mean? I have a question. What what was the gift? So he brought me vegan bacon from the company that he works for. Um, and he said that he had a friend who was a fan of mine. Oh, well then, Grace, no offence. That wasn't a present. They're just trying to get you to post a bit. No, I know. I know. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, and I, do you know what it was? I haven't because they haven't paid me. Also, did you try it? Was it nice? It's banging. The oh, vegan wow. bacon is banging. I've been eating it loads. It is banging. Okay. Um, But I'm not posting about it because, okay. you know. But you're going to have to text me the brand because I love... I yeah, it, it's banging. It's really banging. And that so... is today's sponsor. <laughs> today's sponsor is Vegan Bacon. And the brand is actually called Banging because <laughs> you keep saying it. So you cycled over here. Yeah, go on. Tell, on me why, tell me why you hate cyclists. I just don't like dating people who ride bikes everywhere because I find it really inconvenient and like, annoying. How do you move around and someone yeah, who's got a bike? That's what more of the bit So what do you do? I work for a company, they make vegan bacon. The reason I got this bag is two things. Go on, it's got loads of vegan bacon in it. Yeah, one. No, you're yeah. lying. It's in this later bag. You're lying. Show me. Show me the vegan bacon. Well, I'm deciding whether or not you deserve to try something. I've never had any desire for vegan bacon. Are you vegan? Yeah. You're vegan? Okay. So my bag is insulated. <laughs> oh my god, that's a like a Deliveroo well. bag. So that's like a bag for a Deliveroo bag. A little tote bag. bag as well. Wow. Which, if anything, is better I quality. I love the tote bag. It's good quality, right? I love the tote bag. He had one of those bags. It was like a backpack, but then he opened it and it was like a cooler bag <laughs> inside the backpack to transport all his vegan bacon. He's obviously like taking around oh. all his dates. Don't you think he's got a cute voice as well? He does, or was that yeah. just me? He was no, like he does, cute. Yeah. He had like a cute voice. I liked the way that he spoke. So he works for 
a vegan baking company. Rod, stop plugging the vegan baking company. They haven't even paid us. (laughs) He cycles everywhere. Like you and him, you and him could just get a tricycle. Oh my God. You could have a whole life outfit could be sponsored by the vegan bacon people and you could be tricycling around the place. I can't tell you how unwell that makes me feel as a concept. You kind of have the same hair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We did have the same hair. Yeah, yeah, we did have the same hair. Grace, did you tell him how good looking he was? Oh, yeah. Were you always very good looking? What? You're very good looking. Stop. No, but you've, you've got like a very like structurally good face. Oh, thank you. But were you always good looking? Like at school, were you good looking? I, I've always um, had good feedback from grandmas. They've yeah, always, exactly. yeah, like they've always been like, oh, I'm yeah. a gorgeous boy. But then I kind of realised they say that to everyone. I think you're very attractive. Thanks. I think I am as well. I don't doubt that, but nobody ever says I look like an attractive, famous person. Well, um, maybe there isn't someone attractive, famous person. I got here quite flustered, so I've not checked my face you look and anything. Really hot. <laughs> okay, I thought so. I was actually yeah. flustered when you came in. Yeah, you're really good looking. Oh my god, Grace, relax. 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 Jesus, this Grace. Why, this is why I'm single. I have no cool and I fancy someone. I just You made drool. him did he go red? Yeah, he was really yeah. flustered. Yeah, he was really flustered. You could, you could tell, you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I did that, but that's what I do. This is a problem. Like, this is why, like, when I don't like someone, I don't like them, but then they think I like them. When I like someone, I'm like, oh my God, you're so hot. <laughs> that's all I say. I'm like, oh my God, I fancy you so much. <laughs> so, like, he seems like a pretty tame guy in that, like, he's ticked all your ick boxes, which means he's probably actually a really nice guy. Was there anything, <laughs> was, there, was there anything that he did? That was a like, I mean, actual flag. <laughs> so it was going really well. And I was like, I want to fuck this guy was what okay. I was feeling. I was very attracted to him. Yeah. And then he started telling me that he is a spoken word poet, basically. Oh. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., 
I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you like comedy? Like, do you ever watch live comedy? I do. I also try and do some... Stand-up? Not stand-up, but right. poetry. Oh, really? That is, let's just say, hot takes on injustices that I turn into some top laughs. Well, hopefully you can destigmatize spoken word mm. for me. It's on the bowl. Yeah, because it's spoken word is a, hu- it's a hugely stigmatized thing in my Beautiful head. bowl on the plate. Lonesome chip doesn't know its face. What a lovely white pot. Couldn't eat because it was too hot. Is this good? Tell me when to stop. No, you can carry on yeah. if you want, yeah. Why don't you do a bespoke poem about me? That kind of was, it was starting Oh, it was, about, yeah. it was about a 
lonely bowl of chips. Yeah, which has been the highlight in of the night. In a porcelain bowl. But really, that's been the highlight. No. <laughs> no, that's it. We don't need to hear any more from him. That was it. No, he went I... too far. Yeah. No. no I know. It just reminds mm. me of the scene Anchorman where it's like, I love lamp. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, right, uh, it's so hard, yeah, because I respect people who are like creating stuff. Yeah, I do. I like poetry a lot, right? There's something about the spoken word format that does give me the ick because I think some of the people that do it are quite icky. But I didn't not respect it. The only thing that I hated about that bit was not even his impromptu spoken word. It was him saying that he writes about injustices. I could tell he was about to read me a poem about like the wrongs of the world as like what I presume was like a straight white man. And I was like, I don't want to hear your poetry about the injustices. Are you someone who's into romantic gestures? Would you be into that? No. Absolutely not. I once got serenaded by a guy, like he was playing his guitar. I was breaking up with him and he started playing his guitar and he started playing me a Dennis Brown song, which is like a Jamaican singer, like old school, like lovers rock singer. So I was playing the song and I just walked out the door while he was singing. Like I... I, Grace. It makes me so uncomfortable when anybody does anything like that. I used to have this ongoing joke with my ex-boyfriend because he knew how much I hated that stuff. So whenever we'd be like in a public place, he'd pretend to propose to me and I'd be like, fuck off! Oh my God, sorry. Like you're trying to break up with someone and they start singing to you. That's actually would make me feel so unwell. It was, it was so horrific. So I'm guessing if you were ever being proposed to, you'd prefer to get proposed to in private. Yes, definitely. Has anyone ever proposed to you? No. no. Oh my god, no. I would give me the major ick if someone proposed to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd be like, you don't know me at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sorry to Ray Bouldering Vegan Cyclist, but um that was he was going so well. In my eyes, I was like, he's actually really nice. I know, like, and he was fit as well. And he was yeah. funny. He was really funny. But I think as we went more into the day, I sort of could see so many things that we just were not compatible on as well. One of the things he told me was that he basically can't spend like a night at home alone. He has to have plans like every evening of the week. And I was like, that's my idea of hell. And I just can't relate to someone who's like that. I can't think of anything worse than being out every evening of the week, even though it's my life. It's not necessarily out. Right. It's busy. Busy. Do you know what? I, every night of the week, every week I'm busy, but sometimes I'm busy alone. One thing I like to do quite often is bouldering. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> you know what? It goes Have so hand it? in hand with people that ride bikes. Yeah, it does. They always love to climb. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst person. <laughs> oh my God. I do feel bad for Ray because he probably went in being like, I'm like this really... In my eyes, I'm like, Ray, if you're listening, you're a cool man, you're bouldering, you're cycling, you love tofu. You're but fit. like, Grace, read the room. I know. I'm dead that I actually gagged when he said bouldering. That's yeah. so funny from me. Huge respect, Grace. <laughs> Huge respect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I've met so many of these guys before and there's a part of me that wants to be with someone who's like kind of wholesome and like into all of this shit. But I just didn't feel like I would be able to fit into that with him and him with me, you know? Yeah, but like... I aspire to having a Lamborghini, Rose. Like, I don't want to cycle a bike. No. 
I lived in apparently the gastronomic centre of the world, capital of the world, Lyon, for Really? Nine did you live in Lyon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you get really good at French? Were you doing a French degree? No, I wasn't. I was doing biology. What? But they, yeah, but they, they gave, you, gave you the chance to do a year abroad in France, so I snapped that up. Uh, Have you ever been to Marseille? Yes. yes. That's my favourite place in the whole world. Yes. What do you think of the Marseille accent? The Marseille accent is really strong. It's like basically the equivalent of a Georgie accent. But I mean, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. But I'm pretty good because that's sort of how I learned French from the south of France. Yeah. So you, you uh, know French just from holidaying? No, well, I. So I need to burp. You too, yeah. <laughs> you too, whatever you need to do. Sorry. We're friends. So, Grace, he's bilingual. Is that a turn on for you? I would love to go out with someone who spoke French because then my French would get better. Yeah. I feel like it's hot when someone speaks another language. It shows that they have, like, intelligence. The fact Honestly. that they're speaking to you in English and that's not their first language is fit. I'm so embarrassed that I only speak English. So I feel like I would love to go out with someone who was... No offence to my boyfriend now, but it would be a turn on. It would be definitely a turn on if you went on a date and a guy spoke multiple languages. You'd be like, yeah. <gasps> I remember once when I was with my ex, I didn't, we'd only just gotten with each other and I didn't tell him that I spoke French. I'm not fluent, but I can speak pretty good French. And we went to France and we're in Marseille and we're at this restaurant and then the waiter came over and I just had this like completely fluent conversation with the waiter and he was like, what? And I'd never told him that I could yeah. speak French. And he was like, I've never been more attracted to you wow. than I am in this moment. Because it is fit when you're watching someone yeah. like speak in another language and you don't know what they're saying. You're like, oh my God, that's crazy. Have you ever gone out with someone who's bilingual? No. Yeah. Have you? I, I, I've, got, I've gone out with guys who like have lived abroad when I was living abroad. And obviously they had really good English, but also like really good Spanish or Portuguese, whatever it is. And like, I just, yeah, it's just, it's nice. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great. And like, is there any nationality you'd love to date? Like, is there anyone, any like, any country you've been to and you're like, the guys are just fit here. I love their accent. I love everything about their culture. I mean, I would love to have a French boyfriend, like I said, because then it would be great because we could have French kids and then our kids could speak French. Okay. I also do like have like a real soft spot for American men, but obviously they, they speak English. But I'm very like, I'm an international girl. I get with people like, my roster is very diverse is what I will say. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your like dating life like uh i've been single since 2018 okay i know right what a shock i mean there's not that much of it i've been single since 2020 most of that i've been like don't really care i'm not here to find someone straight away you know most most marriages end in divorce you're gonna break up at some point anyway, what's the point? Recently it has been like, we'd like to settle down. Really? really get a house together. Really? Get some cats, I mean dogs, and just. <laughs> God, he's, he's kind of confused. He's like, oh, everything ends in divorce. And he's like, but I'd like to settle down, get some yeah. cats. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Do um, you want to settle down with the cats or? Yeah, oh, that was a big thing because I don't like cat people, I'm afraid. And I don't really see myself in a, like having a future with someone who likes cats. Anyway, if I was going to be like Mystic Meg, which I often am very good at predicting mm-hmm. things, I feel like he will get into a relationship quite soon with like a really sort of pretty girl who like tans very easily, who has long straight-ish hair and loves cycling around and going to holidays to Copenhagen and just cycling around Copenhagen. And he'll get into a really happy relationship and they'll have children. That's what I predict. And cats. And cats. <laughs> 
overall, how was the date? Like, would you go on another date? I thought the date was good. Okay. I wanted to go on another date with him. And did he not text you or anything? No, <gasps> I, don't, I think I asked for his number. And he said no. I think I wanted to see him again. I, I would have fucked. I was sorry. I would have sh- had sex, sh- shagged him. Wow. I think this shows me, right, how actually just shallow I am. Because I just think because he was so handsome. I wanted to see him again because he was really good looking and he was funny. So he was quick. Sort of ta- he was taking the piss out of me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like. But so like, I think despite those eggs, I don't think he was someone that I would ever like be in a relationship with. But I would definitely have gone on another date with him. But I believe he rejected me probably because I <laughs> told him how hot he was <laughs> 85 times. Also, sorry, not only that, like you gagged every time he said an interest. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to swallow my tea. Yeah, I know. But that's like classic me, like being like, yeah. you know, like a six-year-old girl being like, Ugh, and thinking that that means that the boy fancies you. <laughs> Next time on 28 Dates Later. I felt like a MILF on this date. I was three years older than them, but I was like, I felt like, oh, I can't explain it. I felt like they were obsessed with me because I was older than them. Well, they're quite boyish and quite like... They were like fur, so right? immature. It was really cute. Twenty Eight Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Y. The producer is Diggory Way. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Mythily Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Novel. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? 
I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.